You're listening to Money Talk on RTHK Radio 3. And we're back on Money Talk, and it's time for Your Money. And Carolyn Wright is going to be speaking to Eleanor Coleman, principal partner and founder of the Financial Empowerment Group at St. James Place. Carolyn, take it away. Well, good morning. Yeah, we are going to continue our regular discussion series on how we can all be empowering ourselves better financially. And this time we're going to look at what scares us about money. And Eleanor, you've come very appropriately addressed, I have to say. (laughs) (laughs) My mum sent me this. It's a uh, address with cobwebs on it. So I thought uh, in the spirit of Halloween, I join in. So happy Halloween. (laughs) Well, it's fabulous. So let's dive into what scares us about money. So what are the specific financial risks and uncertainties that, that scare people the most? Well, look, we're all, uh, we're all animals at heart and then things that we don't know about scare us. I mean, it's a pretty natural reaction and anywhere that you've got some uncertainty is terrifying. I think uh, the last three, four years where we've had COVID and we've had the riots in Hong Kong, there's been a lot of uncertainty for people and that's that's led to people leaving but also led to people being quite scared and so uh, the uncertainties are mainly about job security and loss of income and what that would mean for for ourselves personally but also for our families and for, for what we want to do with our lives so how should people be planning around that to kind of lower those fears well there's lots of different things we can do but mainly planning is the the, the key word there so having a plan and, and understanding that Although we can't plan for everything, we can plan for quite a lot of uncertainties. There's, there's the, the old adage, expect the unexpected. But things like insurance and things like making sure you've got enough money in the bank in case you do lose your job can help. But also having a plan that can evolve with you can make you feel a lot more secure in terms of if something were to happen, I would be okay. So let's talk a little bit about how money can affect your decisions and emotions, because I imagine when you're worried about money, you can possibly make the odd rash decision that isn't isn't particularly wise. Well, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of people who um, spend time, you know, buying lottery tickets or um, listening to, you know, looking at. You know, we've just heard on the news the cryptocurrency thing, and there's a lot of people who want some kind of get rich rich scheme. Um, possibility. We did a survey uh, last year and about 89% of people said that money would, a little bit more money would make them significantly happier. And uh, you look at these lottery winners who who absolutely end up in the doldrums because they, they spend it all very, very poorly and you think, well, I wouldn't do that. There's no way I'd be caught with that, but I'd love to have a try. I think in terms of money, it's it's very much becomes our narrative. So when we, as we're growing up, the way we think about money is shaped by everything that happens around us and whether we see money as something that empowers us or something that holds us down as something that gives us the freedom to to buy things for our family or something that gives us the freedom to buy something that's a status symbol everyone has a different narrative about money and it really um the psychology around investing and the psychology around the security of money is fascinating so how would you say people can try to keep their emotions in check when they are a bit stressed about making a decision? Well, I heard a really good analogy recently. Um, it was about um, the volatility in the markets at the moment. So if you imagine that you're holding a yo-yo and you're on an escalator, the yo-yo is the, the volatility on the daily basis. So when you're looking at your MPF, and you're looking at stocks and shares and they're going up and down, up and down, up and down, and it's scary. But the escalator is the bit you should be concentrating on. That's the bit that gets you to the top, which is where you want to be. So having a plan where the volatility will be there, but you end up at the top of the escalator, which is where you want to be in the, in the, the grand scheme of things. And looking at that goal is always a good idea. 
I think that's a, a really nice analogy you brought up there. Now, one thing you sort of alluded to already was about uh, the correlation between money and happiness. And I think this is a never-ending argument as to whether money can really buy you happiness. Like you said, some of these people who win tons of money on a lottery, it doesn't necessarily end up making them happier. No, I think that... Um I deal with quite a few clients who either have um, been given a, a lump sum from um, inheritance or from divorce or have, have ended up with a big bonus. And I think with, with them, they, they tend to feel very guilty or very nervous about wasting the money or doing making the wrong decision. And when you're looking at large sums of money, it can paralyze you into to doing nothing. And that can be the worst thing of all. So I think when it comes to uh, looking at uh, money, whether it's a big amount or a small amount, getting some professional advice and having someone to talk to, to bounce ideas off is always a good idea. The amount of people I meet who have bought into some get rich quick, a quick scheme and, and have fallen foul of it, uh, the, I mean, it's a remarkable amount of people who, who've fallen for some very convincing people, um, either in Hong Kong or globally. But money doesn't necessarily buy you happiness, but it it, uh, it sure takes the sting out of being poor and it gives you a hell of a lot more options than, than not having money. Now, it's interesting there, you said people, you know, admitting to you about being caught out by scams and these kind of get-rich schemes. Do you think it's important that you should talk to people a little bit more about money? Because I think a lot of us are very guarded about saying anything about our, our finances and somehow maybe you can dispel some of those fears and concerns by talking to your friends and family about the situation you're in. Absolutely. I, I mean, it's one of those things that if you ask, you know, how are you, you can say I'm fine. If you say how much are you putting away towards your retirement, you, you have to do a number and that leads you to to criticism it makes you feel very vulnerable um i think when it comes to money it's always been a to do with taboo subject for a lot of families where people haven't spoken about money in the past or it's something that just isn't spoken about it's not taught in schools in any meaningful sense and so there's this this assumption that when you become an adult you will suddenly understand how money works and i think for people who work in banks as well there's an assumption that because you work in finance you will understand how money works and it's not not the case if you work in if you're a trader that trades in equities you might understand that one specific equity but you don't understand how your mpf works and i think the first part of that is admitting what you don't know admitting that it scares you and then finding someone you can talk to who can actually say look it's fine that's not your specialist area, but it is mine. Let's have a chat about it. Are there any other top tips you would give people for helping to manage their financial fears or anxieties? I think people get very anxious about spending money on themselves. I know that... Um I'm, I'm terrible at it. I mean, I'll spend any, any amount of money on my kids, but when it comes to spending money on myself, I get very nervous. Um, I was reading something recently where, where people were talking about how much uh, anxiety there is around buying themselves a gift for a job well done, like an, getting a bonus or a promotion. I think if you budget that amount and if you say, this is my spending money for, for something for me, whether it's a trip or, or a, an experience or, or a physical thing, if you've budgeted for it, then that takes the anxiety away from it. And I think with most things, if, if you plan in advance, then it's really just part of the plan rather than something that is unexpected. Excellent. So a lot of planning is, is the way you can yes. probably <laughs> cope with those fears and, and worries. Eleanor Coleman, who's a principal partner and founder of the Financial Empowerment Group at St. James Place. Thank you and happy Halloween. Thank you.